Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to another level of Laugh at a Buzz Ball. And Zuh. Oh, did I forget to mention that? The Zuh. And uh, that's right. Zuh means friends because today on this iteration of the podcast, I'm joined by he of the honorific, the Earl of Blueberry, none other than Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth. Why, hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And today, the Earl of Blueberry has joined me for another another attempt by the CBM defenders mm. to valiantly defend, quote-unquote, bad comic book movie. Zuh! That's right, Zuh means more than one. <laughs> and for the CBM defenders, in brightest day, in blackest night, no bad comic book movie escapes our sight. Let those that fear the geeky trolls snarky might beware our power cbm defenders light yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i forgot we normally just say that to kick it off <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah another version of cbm defenders and this time we're getting modern friends yep today we're talking about not one but not two newer entries into the uh veritable palette of what people think are like bad comic book movies and we're covering morbius from Sony Pictures and Black Adam from yeah. the WB. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my Black Adam guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I sent Blue away with the homework. Like you've seen neither of these, you should watch them. <laughs> and uh, I said, do you have enough time? And Blue's like, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he did have time, but he he watched both these movies like within the last three days. Friend. I sure did. And he sent me messages, and like I shouldn't laugh, but I was laughing while he was sending me messages. Uh, Blue's <laughs> Blue's commentary while he's watching something, especially if it's not his favorite thing, is always lovely. Uh, but yeah, uh, which one of the movies did you want to kick off trying to defend, Blue? Uh, I think it's better to go with the older one. Let's go with the Morbin time. Let's let's go with Morbius. Yeah, you want yeah. you want to morb out first? Yeah, let's let's morb it up. All right. Well, uh, I've seen both of these movies. Uh, I've seen Morbius once. I've seen Black Adam twice. So I've seen Black Adam more recently. I agree. We should probably start with Morbius. Uh, but because you did the homework and you've recently uh, devoted some of your time, uh, I will let you lead off the discussion, Blue. Uh, as a reminder to you, dear listener, if you're like, what the heck's the CBM Defenders? Well, other than us trying to like point out that some like quote unquote bad comic movies aren't as bad as people say that there are some good things and there might be some reasons to enjoy it although spoilers 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 if you haven't seen it uh we're gonna we're gonna tell you all the things so if you listen to us first and before you see it you're gonna be spoiled by it uh so i i throw out those spoilers especially because these movies are newer morbius is available to watch on the netflix and black adam is available to watch on the hippo back uh neither one of those are free necessarily but if you already have the subscription services they're right there for you i was actually quite surprised to find morbius like 
sit in there. Uh, so I guess yeah. has some sort of deal with Netflix. But yeah, uh, so yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But what we do is uh, we do talk about the bad and the ugly of of the movie. But then we try to finish off with the good, the good things. So it's not really like initial thoughts or characters or themes or stuff. It's just the good, the bad, and the ugly front loaded with the bad and the ugly. Yeah. That, is that basically sum it up, for, right, Blue? Absolutely. All right, then um, we're going to kick off the Morbius movie and... Uh, you know what 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 details do we need to give about this before we do the good the bad and the ugly blue um just know this is like a spider-man anti-hero slash kind of villain sometimes dude um that's a little bit of backstory that they don't show in in the movie uh for those who are uninitiated into the comic book world um morbius is a pretty old character um as far as i'm concerned he's he's a pretty old character i mean yeah uh, what year did he come out uh april 2022 um directed no 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 not the movie the huh? Oh, I don't know. I don't have that. I'm on my. Remember, I'm talking on my phone, so I don't have that readily available for me. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I'll the movie find came it. out you April 2022 in the U.S. Directed by Daniel Espinoza, uh, Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Adria Arjona, Jared Harris, Al Madrigal, Tyrese Gibson, uh, and basically a film about a uh, Morbius and his surrogate brother, and it has to do with uh, the curse of being a living vampire because of a blood disease. And go. Okay. So yeah, he was. Um... Um, he came out in 71. I mean, that makes him old as far as I'm concerned. Like, he is a pretty established character in the Marvel comics. And, um, you know, he was never really... I, I wouldn't even put him as a B-list character. I would have put him on, like, the C-list characters that nobody really, like, cared about. <laughs> uh, like, he, he was in the cartoon for a little bit. Like, he showed up there and everybody was like, Oh, hey, that's Morbius. That's that vampire dude cool right and nobody like you know batted an eye so when they said that they were going to do a movie i was like why (laughs) i guess (laughs) but okay like all right let's let's do that and um i'm ready to jump into this movie are you ready to jump into this movie let's kick it off with the bad we're gonna kick it off with the bad you know what this movie how this movie could be good like what would have made this movie amazing had they released it in the 90s. This was the <laughs> most dated style of movie. I watched the first 20 minutes of it and I said, oh, okay, I got the movie. Like, the whole plot, completely understood. Like, yes, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen throughout this entire thing. And every single shot, beat for beat, I was on. I was right on track like with the whole thing. Um, with his brother and... When, as soon as his brother acted out, I was like, oh, okay, so he's going to be the bad guy. They're going to fight. He's going to lose his love interest because that's what happens in, in the comic. And then shit's going to go down. Okay, got it. Cool. What? Okay. Like, the the dialogue was all the exact same, like, exactly what you would think. Um, there wasn't anything super crazy. Um, the acting was fine. I mean, Jared Leto is an older guy. Um, I think he's like around our age and, uh, he, he already had seen those movies. So I think it's very easy for him to just go, Oh, you want that? Yeah. I've seen that a billion times. Let me just do that. And that was, that was pretty much it. Like I said, it wasn't bad. It was just, it's just, you know, Oh, there. Oh, okay. 
It, it was very much like matter of fact, like, oh, that was a movie. Okay. So I don't, I think a lot of people nowadays gave it such a bad review because of the fact that one, it's a, it's very dated, like from script to acting the whole night. It's very dated. And two, it's um very much like, um you know, like a, a <laughs> sorry, that was my brother in the background. Uh, what? That was my brother in the background with all the music. Uh, sorry about that. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, an old style movie. And it's so easy to like kind of guess at everything that's going on in it that it's it's like, well, where where are your twists? What what is you know, where's the fun? You 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 have a lot of really pretty CGI. You have a lot of interesting um i think the, like the areas like the sets that they were using were pretty cool like his um his lab but i mean if if nothing is happening that you can't like immediately go okay like can we get to the next beat like let's i already know what's going to happen like all this is you were, i already figured it out like let's go to the next thing show me something i'm not going to guess um that's kind of how i felt throughout the whole thing yeah it's not definitely not the most uh structured or coherent movie that's ever been put out yeah yeah and at the same time it's completely structured and you completely understand (laughs) (laughs) exactly like like if anything it's like so formulaic and in a movie that wants to be such a sciencey movie you're like uh like the formulaicness should be in the science not in the not in the writing (laughs) yeah yeah, what else? What else bad and ugly blue? Oh my gosh, uh, Matt Smith! Holy wow, he was ugly in his vampire form. Um, I mean, his face fits it. No offense to Matt Smith, he's a beautiful man, uh, but his face definitely fit the uh, the uh, animation. I just wish they would have used a little more practical effect for it, um, because there are scenes where they're kind of like. Um, like a mid shot, you know, and it's just, it's just not working. Like when it, when it changes, I could barely tell between his normal face and I had to like rewind a couple times and go, Oh, Oh, he did change. Okay. Like, right. Yeah. So I thought they missed the mark just a little bit there. Um, Oh my gosh. The girl that they have, um, playing Martine. Wow. She uh, was interesting, and I don't think it's necessarily her fault, but I did not feel a lot of energy from the role. Like, when she should have been, like, scared, she was not. And I understand, like, she's playing this character who's very strong-willed, like, oh, I'm a doctor, I've seen it all, you know, type of stuff. But you haven't seen it all. Because these are motherfucking vampires flying around and, like, doing superhero shit. Like, bruh, please. If you're not freaking the hell out at that point, like, what are you even doing? And she did. She didn't. She was just like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. And he's like, I'm sorry. I. And he's dark and brooding. Morbius is there like, I'm sorry. I, I'm so, uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I, uh, I killed those people and drank their blood. And she's like, oh, yeah, don't sweat it. it you know, shit happens. He's like, yeah, it must have been very traumatic. She was like, oh yeah, very, very traumatic. I, uh, I, I was terrified. And he's like, okay, <laughs> so we should, we should probably go. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we should definitely go. Let me get my cat. And I'm like, very much like, 
bro, what the fuck? Bring something to like try, <laughs> please. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that was another very ugly. I was just like, oh my. I th- I think for me one of the maybe not even bad like the ugly things. So they very one hundred percent realize like, oh, we're doing a horror movie. That mm-hmm. is not just a comic book movie. It's a horror movie. And you know how you make it scary? You make it dark and not dark in the content not dark in the writing just like dark we're like why is it so dark (laughs) is is it to hide your cgi like what's going on why is it so dark (laughs) the city never has sun like it never sees the sun ever (laughs) and like it's sort of silly because like morbius's whole thing is he doesn't need the dark he's a living vampire so he can be a vampire whether it's sunny whether it's dark whether he's indoors whether he's outdoors but no just dark (laughs) and they even made that joke like when they're sitting at the cafe and and she like puts the cup in the sun and he's like uh I'm not that kind of vampire. And he just grabs the cup and like drinks. And she's like, oh, just making sure. It's like, yeah, so why are you sitting in the shade with your hood on? Like, what the heck? <laughs> Everything yeah. is dark. Every And even when they were on the ship and they could have had it like this big, bright scene, you know. No, it, they had to have it at that at nighttime. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dark. <laughs> it's just dark. Like the so whole dark, fucking my place. Friends. You thought Batman was dark. No, now Batman, literally the man of bats, is dark. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in fact, like, sometimes I'm like, I'd be much more interested if this was the man-bat movie than Mm -hmm. if it was Morbius the Living Vampire. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's neither here nor there. What else? Do you have any other uh, bad and and ugly? There were some interesting power upgrades. Not necessarily changes, but, like, upgrades. Like he and it really didn't make any sense, but I guess it's kind of comic booky because I can't I can't really say anything against it because I guess Daredevil does the same shit where it's like, oh, I have echolocation now. That means I can hear everything for a mile, but only one thing and I have to choose it. So like it's really cool and I won't get deafened by literally anything else. Just this one thing that I that I want to hear. So it's like, oh, that's a power up to selective hearing. I mean, he's a guy that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it uh, I don't. Know. It just is like Morbius is a movie that exists. It yeah. probably is a movie that shouldn't have been made in the first place. Uh, because of Sony's limitations with sharing Spider-Man with the MCU. Uh, they have an, an alternate plan of, of doing stuff. And uh, it's just, I feel bad for them in a way. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you have to make a Morbius movie work? Okay. <laughs> and all in all, it's a movie that exists and it's Morbius, you know? Yep. So do you have any more bad and ugly or do you want to try to shine some light on this? Um, let's shine some light on it. Okay. Because I will say this, the movie Morbius is a hell of a lot nicer than comic book Morbius. Because comic book Morbius is a fucking asshole. Like, he, when he, he's very much like, I'm the smartest dude at school. Yes, I have a disease and I'm still outperforming all you assholes. He wasn't as altruistic as the Morbius in the movie. Like he, he's he's a dick, and right. uh, he he was very much like the type of dude that would yell at Spider-Man, like "you imbecile" and stuff like that. You know all those uh, kitschy phrases that they used to use back in the day. 
you know, right. and um, I think that that is good. Um, in terms of a comic book movie, I think I would have loved this back in the 90s when I was a kid. I yeah. think I'd have been all over this movie because it fits that that time period. It um, The action is actually really cool. Like the, the effects that they use for when he first glides and like learns how to how to fly that was sick as hell i was like oh that was really cool like as he's kind of like gathering the flow of the of the wind forward you know uh-huh. um i thought that was awesome and uh the effects of him like his movement and the the little streaks uh are very reminiscent of some of the like the comic book costumes that he's had because he's always had like this like weird capey thing between his arms that are, you know, kind of resemble like a wing motif. But there were some points in the 90s where it was like just kind of like tatters and like rags. Right. Uh-huh. And it was like very stark contrast between the black that he was wearing and then the red of that of that little capey thing. And I thought it was really cool that every time he moved like that, it was like you could see that redness coming out. And I thought that was rad, like a nice call out to the comic book character without having to add like a ridiculous costume or something like that, right? Right. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Um, I also thought the the aggression show... Oh, going back to ugly real quick. <laughs> the downright freaking flip that Matt Smith's character makes is the most ridiculous freaking thing I've ever seen. Like, I've... I cannot fathom somebody going, oh, yeah, I'm hurting all my life. And, you know, we've been picked on like, you know, blah, blah, blah. By the way, now I pick on other people all the time because I'm rich. So, you know, it's cool, whatever. I make fun of people and stuff. And he's like, "Okay, you didn't give me the serum at the beginning. You had a reason. I guess I'm going to fucking kill you now. Yes, I've been your brother for a million years but you know what you did one thing wrong and now fuck you forever (laughs) like really like you don't have enough faith like he's telling him oh i've never denied you anything and blah 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 and he's like yeah neither has he to you so if he is denied like are you not thinking like are you stupid like you're stupid then i don't understand like his flip was so harsh I think if it had been a little more gradual or had like a better like um like kickoff like a, a better um opening for why he he transitioned into evil so fast like it would have been better but it's such a big like fucking twist like ugh, fuck you I'm evil forever now and it's like oh <laughs> you guys didn't even give him a fucking reason he's just evil forever now okay fuck it I guess I mean, if we're if we're still there, did Morbius eat that kid? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, how about how about we have a little less child murder? Like, yeah. <laughs> if, if you set up, he has like this this rare disease, and now he's got this kid that has rare disease, and he's telling like, yeah, you know, we could have shied away from the the child. She could have died for other reasons, and then that been a reason for him to like keep wanting to do the the blood stuff to other kids, but he didn't have to eat her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was all off camera and he mentions it, but like it still happened. Well, because they make the big deal of that like lab tech that he does it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's not the bad guy. Matt Smith is a bad guy. But I'm like, lest we forget, he ate a kid, friends. Yes, yes, he did. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, and he, I mean, good on him for like actually being in there and saying, oh, I killed people. And it's like, but he's so hard pressed to just say it like so much of the time that it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, uh, like, like, yes, you were 100% correct about that flip for Matt Smith, mm-hmm. but I just enjoyed watching him be a bad guy. Yeah, for like, sure. I think that would be on a plus side. Like, he plays a very good bad guy. I didn't like seeing him be a sad, sick, like, whiny friend. But once, like, he, he weirdly flips to, like, bad guy, I was like, hey, I'm at least enjoying, like, the shove popcorn into your mouthness of how bad you are. Yeah. Like, and I think I, I even said somewhere on the podcast, like, I had no idea that Matt Smith had the character that he has in House of Dragon in him. And mm-hmm. then I saw Morbius, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> there. His character is much better in House of the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so formulaic, and uh, Morbius is the mm-hmm. living vampire guy. So his <laughs> bad guy has to be the bad living vampire guy. Because yeah. that's how comic book movies are. You fight the bad version of yourself. I will say, on, on the plus side... There is no redeeming quality to the bad guy in this one. You just don't like him. Yeah. Like once yeah. he turns bad and he's like shown to be the bad guy, it's like, oh, he's a bad guy, period. There's yeah. no there's no like, oh, there's a saving grace to this guy. Maybe he's not all bad. No, he's the bad guy. Like fucking kill that guy. <laughs> so like, I will say that's the, cool because we got a lot of that. <laughs> good side when Jared Leto is acting sick Mm -hmm. i actually believe it yeah he was really good he's such a character actor i mean god i would man the cast must have hated watching him walk around on those crutches all the time Mm -hmm. like in script reads and whatever (laughs) but i was like man he actually like you know just looks like all of a sudden he gave himself a blood disease so he can do this stuff so that when he doesn't i'm like oh wow that's a cool transformation I'm like, all right, I don't hate that, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and in the same token, I think Matt Smith did a good job with that. Oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> I really, I think of it as the Kaiser Soze scene. But uh, when he goes into the, you know, to the jail or whatever, and he's talking to him, and he's all sick, and then when he's walking out, and you have that like transformation when he's coming from like walking out like crippled. I saw mm-hmm. it coming a million miles away, but I, I still enjoy watching an actor do that transition like right before your eyes. Yeah. So I thought. I thought that wasn't awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Effect, like I'm, you know, Morbius. You know, when we when we hear like they're doing a Morbius movie, we're like, okay, you do realize that's like one of the ugliest characters. Yeah. In the in the, in the Spider-Man universe. Uh, so I appreciated a way they found the like transition from the real face to the vampire face. Yeah, it was a it was a really nice transition. The the art team did an amazing job. Uh, there are there are instances in the movie where like he's learning his echolocation and his face is like half turned that he looks freaking awesome. Like he looks amazing. And I was like, dang, if they'd have drawn this in the comic book, that would have been sick. Except in the comic book, in a lot of the pictures of him, you've got he's got these gigantic eyeballs that should like bug eyes. They're just so big that you're like, oh my gosh. And uh, they they really ended up making him look streamlined and cool in this uh 
in the movie that's for sure right i mean the, there's a part of me that's like oh that's sort of i think uh if blade does well in the mcu there would have been a world where like having like morbius as an antagonist could have been really interesting in the mcu mm-hmm. i think they even had plans for that at some point like in some iteration of like the live action marvel entertainment yeah but instead you know sony <laughs> keeps the keeps their hands on the reins of a the, the Spider-Verse, and in some ways they do good things. Uh, you know, the very first Venom movie we enjoyed. Second one, I did not. I don't know if you've ever gone and seen the second Venom movie, Blue. Uh, no, I, I actually never did. Okay, so that could be a CBM Defenders for a future date. Uh, but then they then they give us this movie. And the one thing I will say, like, it's like 15% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that, and everybody says, the worst comic book movie since Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. Don't, let's not go crazy. That's not Whoa, fair. Yeah, that's not fair. I, I that's wouldn't not fair. That. Yeah. yeah, like Josh, Josh Trank's Fantastic Four is so bad. I don't know that we'll ever see BM Defenders it because I'm just I was not up to just it. about to say it. I don't think it could possibly beat the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> We're like, well, I could do the first two. Yeah, uh, but that that third one would be would be tough. That means I would have to watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you want to know what's good about that movie? I don't have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it ended and it's over. <laughs> Even Heather watched that one with me and was like, oh, what was that? And I was like, I don't even know. Let's move on. <laughs> That's not how I feel like watching it on Netflix. I was like, you know what? This isn't the worst time I've ever had in my life. Like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous and it's cheesy. And it, it should have been made 30 years ago. Yeah. But, or 25 years ago. But it wasn't. And this is what we got. Now, does it give me faith in like what that, that Sony-verse of, of the Spider-verse is? Nope, sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, looking at you, Craven, the Hunter movie, which comes out this year. Oh my gosh, I don't know why. Hey man, once you've once you've opened the casket of Morbius, you can do whatever. I guess I just don't like Craven. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. You're on the record. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of minutes of recording, and some of those are you talking about how much you don't like Craven. He sucks. <laughs> you and, you and Danny fighting over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh but what do you do you have more good to say blue um i did i talked about the special effects um i i talked about the fact that it is it is very much a comic book movie and for that i can appreciate it um it it follows its beats um there are some very comic booky um scenes that um you know as as like an artist you can pause the movie in certain spots and not i i won't say like every spot this isn't the warrior's way but like you can pause certain spots in the movie and just be like yo this is a comic book panel like here 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 you know that kind of thing um and and for that i can appreciate the artwork and where the director was kind of thinking shot for shot so that's cool i think that's a really good thing right i mean the the acting is is pretty decent, you know, from all the characters involved, uh, from or from at least Leto and Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, I liked his uh, his mentor character. I thought. Oh, that was, that was sad. I knew yeah. he was gonna die, but like, oh, yeah. He yeah. just looked. I, I like that actor. He, he's a yeah. Cool guy, but he's uh, he's he's playing the the main character in the Foundation show that I really enjoyed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um but yeah overall like you know what i mean i don't think it's a i don't think it's a 16 percent or 15 percent or whatever like I, I i give it like a solid like c c minus mm-hmm. how about you yeah 
Yeah, C, C minus. That sounds good. Yeah, I think uh, because it's if you do Netflix already and it's free to watch, it's if you're just looking for a little bit of time to watch a movie that should have come out 25 years ago, perfectly reasonable. Uh, You want to see Jared Leto be act act his sick face off. There you go. Get some cool effects. Uh, and and really, it's formulaic, but sometimes that's comfort. That's a comfort food, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a not gonna challenge any uh, perceptions or preconceptions you have about anything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, and I, I mean, I'm starting to feel like that. I don't even feel like there's no uh, I'm not a no polar opposites, you know. I don't think of something that's just good or bad. Like even like uh, in the MCU, it's like either like oh wow or oh yeah that was that was perfectly fine or oh, that was serviceable. You know what I mean? Like hard pressed to find just like bad. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just like don't do it. Uh, that list uh, currently, if I'm just off the top of my head, uh, Josh Trink's Fantastic Four and Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah anything else to say about morbin time nah, i think we're good and let's just say the best is we got it's morbin time exactly so uh which is hilarious yeah. <laughs> and it, i feel bad for a movie that this movie was doomed before it ever even came out it was review bomb before people even saw it mm-hmm. yeah it was Never even got a chance. And then Sony somehow had the idea that the reason it did so bad is because of like trolls on the internet and bots. So they were going to re-release it and all. That's just really sad for them. <laughs> yeah. Like re-releasing it because everybody's saying it's morbid time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, that's a kick in the pan. But yeah, so there you go. We we give we give it our, our thumbs up to, to check out if you want. Yeah. All right. Does that check mean we're out. moving on to the next movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, what's the next movie, Blue? The Black Adam. Hey. Yeah, another 2022 superhero film uh, released later. It came out October 3rd of 2022, uh, directed by Jamie Collette Sarah and starring none other than Dwayne Johnson and Aldis Hodge, Noah Centino, Sarah Stahi, Marwan Kanzari, Contessa Swindle, Pierce Brosnan. New Line Cinema and DC Films and, uh, you know, a a theoretical Snyderverse film. And, uh, yeah, and one of Blue's favorite characters. Yep. Yeah. He's one of my favorite villains in DC because he's so complicated. Of the the two films, this is the one that I 100% needed Blue to see because he's so steeped in the world of Black Adam. I had to have a conversation with him about it. And I guess we're just satisfying that here. Uh, and then we added Morbin time just so we could do a double feature. But uh, do we do we start with Bad and Ugly and just let you go, Blue? Why? I'm also a fan of a lot of the heroes they used. Well, they uh, only used four. Two. So half. Half of the heroes that they used in this movie. And why were all of the heroes dumb? Why were they dumb? Why did they make them dumb? You've got, <laughs> you've got Hawkman. Yeah. Years. Ye- centuries of experience dying being reborn becoming hawkman again centuries of death and rebirth experience out the wazoo and fighting and handling people in just living period you've got dr fate the guy himself over a hundred years old because the ma- the the helmet has kept him alive. Hundreds of years of experience in dealing with people, talking with folk, understanding certain things, having superpowers, not having superpowers. He wasn't born with them. 
He got them later in life. Both of these men are the dumbest fucking characters in the entire fucking movie, which makes me very upset <laughs> because they should know better. You thought Dr. Fate was dumb? He was an idiot. Both of them were idiots. So Dr. Fate has the whole future sight thing, and yet he's like, okay, we can change the fate of what's going to happen if we do it this way. And I'm thinking, oh, he's not telling them about what's going to happen because he's worried about changing the future. Okay, cool. He's like, oh yeah, I've seen a million different things, blah, blah, blah. And I guess you could probably say that he says things in a way that match up to what, you know, like a Doctor Strange thing, like, oh, I know what's going to happen, therefore I have to say it like this in order to get to that point, right? Right. But all of that shit is destroyed, like that whole way of thinking is destroyed when at near the end of the movie he goes... Yeah, I kept only having this part of the vision, but then at the end, I think I figured out a way. And you're like, you think? And you only had this part of the vision? So you weren't <laughs> seeing the future. You were only seeing this part? That means the entire time you were having all of this discussion and saying all these things, you've just been an idiot. Congratulations. You just admitted <laughs> to being a complete and utter fool. Great. Awesome. Super. Let's roll with that in the fucking movie. Hawkman and Dr. Fate are saying to the two kids on the ship when they're rolling into fucking Kandak, right? They're like, yo, uh, this guy's been down for 5,000 years. We have ancient writings of how he misused his power. He was a slave. This is what happened. And they tell them the story of Teth Adam. Right. Right. That that was established. They told them that he was a slave and that he was, you know, enraged and he blew up the area. So they know his background. One, he's mad. And two, he, he, he has a tendency to be overly mad. And three, he was a slave. Right. Right. They know this. And the first thing both of these fucking asshole idiots do is they go, they they roll up to Teth Adam. Black Adam is floating there, staring at the statue. And they go, hey, we're here. And he's like, so? And they're like, you're going to come with us. Either you kneel or you die. That's what you say to him? Like, I, I immediately <laughs> was, like, looking around the freaking room, sitting on the couch going, what? They just said that they would rather have a peaceful outcome to this. Why the fuck would he say that? If they wanted to have a peaceful outcome to this, what would the hell? They just saw him do all of these things. Why would you think that that's okay to say to a dude who has anger management issues and was a former fucking slave? You roll up to him and you say, kneel or die? Fuck you, I would have shot you in the face too. Like, what is wrong with you? What did you, and then, and I was like, Okay, Hawkman is the beefcake. He's a fucking idiot. Okay, hopefully Dr. Fate, because I see the scene is about to go to him. It switches over to him, and I'm like, okay, he's going to say something to quell this. And he's like, you heard, Hawkman. You kneel or you die. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? You're <laughs> Dr. Fate. What the hell? Oh, my, they're fucked. Everybody is now fucked. Everybody in the whole area is completely fucked in just the, the freaking 
collateral damage from the fight that's just about to happen because these two are are stupid, are idiots, and they can't yeah. keep their stupid mouths shut. Yeah, Carter Hall is a big meathead in the movie for sure. I'm like, yes, he's a little bit abrasive in the comics, but he's not an idiot. He's not stupid. Like, oh my gosh. And then Dr. Fate just going with it. And that's why I was saying, like, I thought, oh, he he saw into the future. He saw that that this guy dies. Maybe th- that's why. So I'm I'm sitting there, like, I'm now leaning forward, watching this movie going, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, ever, right? <laughs> Thinking to myself, this has to be one of those plays, like, this is a Doctor Strange play. He's seen the future. And if he doesn't play along, like, you know, this guy's going to, Hawkman's going to die, like in that freaking thing, right? I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. And the movie goes on, and you, you, you know, it had a couple cool twists, like, um, you know, the the true king of the of the Kandak being like his ancestor being the uh, Ahmed or whatever his name was, Ishmael, Ishmael traveling around with the folks, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, that's a nice little twist there. Okay, the kid is a piece of shit, totally worthless. Didn't like the kid. Um, Hated the kid throughout the whole movie, not because of his acting. His acting was fine. The kid is fine. It's just the lines that they gave him are so cringy throughout the whole movie. He's very cringe. And I enjoy the fact that he was very excited and a comic book lover. So he's a very cringe dude. Not a not a cool kid. And then um, in terms of like, you know, what they were having him say, his mom, totally awesome. Uh, absolute milf. She was great. Um, but man, like the heroes and why was everybody so quiet? Like, why was there no, like nobody was excited about any, the whole movie, even when like John had ended up coming home and like seeing part of the movie and we're both like, God, like whenever a big scene comes and they're like, they should be saying something with like power. Like when the kid gets up and, uh, you know, the, the big fights are happening and he's like, what are we doing? everybody we should be like gaining together and power of friendship man and he holds his hands up to do the sign like uh teth adams kid did in the past like Mm. he he never yelled he never got excited he was just standing there going yeah we should be getting together and doing stuff and then the one actor that was the one guy going yeah yeah we should do something that was the most excited i've seen anybody in the entire freaking film was that one guy yelling and i was like what is going on the only other excited things you saw like from from an acting standpoint from anybody was when they were dying and that was it like every single i hated literally every single line that came out of black adam's mouth all of them every <laughs> single one every single line Every time Dwayne spoke, I hated it. It was the worst. <laughs> like every single line they gave him, all of it. Even for his backstory, I was like, that's not even his backstory. Okay, cool. All right, let's just fuck. We're fucking rolling with it, whatever. And I was like, oh my God. And when he said, he's like, Shazam. Uh, this is, bro, come on. <laughs> Give me a fucking break here. Toss me a freaking bone because you're all so fucking quiet. I could fall asleep to you right now. Like, (laughs) jeez. And I only didn't fall asleep to the movie because I was so freaking upset most of the time. So 
I, I also have some bad and ugly. I know you'll keep going, but um, it's only two hours or 215 minutes long, right? Yeah, Is that right? Hold I think on. so. No, sorry. It's 125 minutes long. So it's only two hours, two hours and five minutes. Yet somehow this movie feels like it's three hours long. It felt like days. <laughs> and I like literally like there is a better movie within this, but the movie ends and then it keeps going. Yeah. Not, not like the way the Batman kept going where I'm just like, oh, what? There's a whole nother movie in this? <laughs> like third act that like tangentially sort of has to do with the first portion of it. Like if it had ended with him in prison, I think I would have liked the movie better. Yeah. Um. But, like, bad, I know they're meant to have, like, the big reveal of who, like, who Teth Adam is and, like, the champion and all that. Mm -hmm. The problem is when they do that behind, you know, flashback thing, like, 4,000 years before, Dwayne Johnson talks to his son. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he has his back to him and he's, like, skinny. But I'm like, that's, like, skinny Dwayne Johnson. Like, right there. That's his dad. Mm -hmm. So, like, all of a sudden when he shows up, I'm like, that was well, not the kid. It's him. Like, yeah. they showed it to it. Exactly. It was, it was right there. <laughs> and I think it was meant to be much more subtle, but it wasn't at all. I was like, okay, cool. But the only part of that where actually, like, it was a twist that the statue was of his son. I was like, oh, okay, that's a nice beat. I didn't catch that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, but, and and plus the the advertising for it, even if you didn't watch a trailer, it was all over television and stuff. They kept saying that his son died and his wife died, like, yeah. over and over. So you're like, okay, well, then that, that's a little boy. He didn't grow up to be Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so uh, that was bad. And, like, if, if a movie seems longer than it, than it really is, that's generally not a good thing. Like I think I told you when I when I did the rewatch, I watched up to the up to the fight in Inner Gang, and like once it got to the fight with Hawkman and Doctor Fate, I lost interest and I stopped watching, and I had to come back and finish it. Like I was in for a penny, in for a pound, enjoying the movie up to that point. And I'm like, okay, I'll finish it later, and that's a problem because that's a big action scene. Yeah. Yeah, but that said, I like watching them like punch each other and stuff. Yeah. But we're still doing bad and ugly. So what else, Blue? I really don't like how they made him so, like, his backstory is not that kind. Like, oh, I was just really mad because they killed my kid and blah, blah, blah. The dude's a fucking murderer through and through. First of all, the kid being there and being the one deemed pure and getting, like, the powers, that's true. And the kid's name was Amon, which was true, because that was the kid's name in the in the i think no it was like booth or something like that whatever in the movie right but his, huh. the, the the kid that was there was aman and um he was his nephew that first of all that was his nephew that was given the power and um because he was because adam was the only one that wasn't dead he was like yo heal my uncle please and then i'll take this power and i'll save the people and shazam was like okay cool and there's not like a whole cadre of, of wizards in there. It's just Shazam. It's just him. And he's like, yeah, power, here you go. Shazam. And you get the power, right? He electric farts on you and you got it. So you he he gets the power and he shares it with because it's like the Shazam family, right? Like in right. In, in the Shazam thing. You can share the power. So he shares the power with Adam. It heals him, obviously, because it's the freaking God's power, right? And they're like, Okay, we gotta go save Kundak and we gotta do the whole thing, right? 
Now, first, another big thing is that Kandak was a tribe, and, and I believe it was called the Kandaki, uh, with an I at the end. Anyways, uh, that's not important. Uh, they were they were in Egypt because the powers that Black Adam gets are all the powers of the Egyptian gods, and I don't know why they didn't just say that in the movie because that's that that was a a big deal for for Black Adam's power, and like Black Adam fucking goes oh. Hey, we gotta like get revenge for our people, and his and his nephew is like, bro, no, like we should save the people, save our people, and then everybody will will just make this big like utopia, and we'll live together in harmony, peace, and everybody will be groovy. And Adam was like, yeah, that shit don't work. So he kills the kid, takes the power into himself, all of it, and then goes and exacts revenge and blows up everybody, and that's why he's like locked away because. Shazam is like, yo, whoa, bro, he just fucking saved your life. What is wrong with you? Because Adam's a fucking son of a bitch. He's he's a piece of shit. But that's why I like him is because he's he's a villain like through and through. And yeah, he does some shit that's like um, uh, Namor style. Like, hey, you know, I've got these people and I want to protect these people. And, you know, as his character has developed through the years and having had dealt with... Um, you know, crisis on infinite earths, all the different crises. And then um, he's even gone back in time. And, you know, throughout the years, his character has developed where he has become better. Right. And right. he has learned how to be like what he was supposed to be. And he has felt remorse about killing Amon and, and all that stuff. And that I was hoping for like a redemption or for the character. And they didn't do any of that shit. They were just like, Oh yeah, he's tragic from the get-go, and just feel bad for him. Period. Well, I think if anything, Dwayne Johnson probably was hoping for like a trilogy treatment. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I just, uh man, it was it was gross. I See, I still I'm, can't get over the heroes. They pissed me off so bad. I'm Sorry. glad you're saying that about the character and how it's different because one of the things that struck me is just like I, I know that like Dwayne Johnson was so heavily involved in this for like over a decade, but I'm like, did you guys read the comic? Like, yeah, I, I <laughs> I'm not a huge like I know some about Black Adam. I've read stuff where he shows up, but I haven't read like his individual titles. Yeah, um, but he he shows up in some really cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like Kingdom Come and whatever. Where or even in the Watchmen comic where like they use like Kondok and all that in interesting mm -hmm. ways but like intergang i was like why was that your choice for the bad guys in conduct and like <sighs> do you guys know anything about intergang and like how it's tied to dark side mm -hmm. <laughs> and how it's more of like a metropolis like bad thing uh okay like you just did you just pick a name out of a hat and you're like we're gonna make that work in this movie really felt like it so i was like oh intergang and i was like wait intergang like okay <laughs> so like just from there and then like i know i hate people i know a lot of people are mad because all this hodge is not white guys get over it like hawkman like going all the way back to like egypt and more specifically because he's an alien like don't Stop. Exactly. Stop right now. He's like had a I, million different bodies and hundreds of different looks. Like, And I, I like the physicality that Aldous Hodge brought to the character. He was awesome. The and actor like when, was great. Yeah, when he walks into like the mansion and stuff, I was just like, cool. 
cool. Uh, the problem is like, so this movie, this, it's the you know the the first time that DC's doing a a villain movie, right? Mm-hmm. Or or an antihero movie, even though Batman's a villain. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the problem is your heroes, at least, they were also like bad guys. And then there was like a third bad guy. And then there's Amanda Waller and that stuff. So there was like another bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, so the good guys are like Atom Smasher and, and Whirlwind Girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're just like along for the ride. And then like mom and son, right? Yeah. And then uh, the uncle. The uncle's like my favorite. Oh, yeah. He was everybody's favorite. <laughs> it's okay. I died by electricity. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, I was just like, oh okay, like so who am I rooting for? Like who who am I rooting for in this movie? I don't know. Not the devil guy, right? <laughs> uh, what else, Blue? Oh gosh, I mean, you know, um, I, I was just looking at some like old books from from Black Adam and like his history and stuff like that, and uh, I forgot that right before he was like sentenced to like um, you know shut down. <laughs> essentially like locked away he did like end up saving everybody which is why he wasn't killed outright he did save everybody for and the world from like an alien invasion and shit like that so good for him and he did leave them with like some parting words and stuff before he fucking got locked away god he he murdered so many people he's such an asshole i love him but uh another one of the big things that i really didn't like was the fact that the villains were also equally stupid. So you have Intergang. Um, the kid has already established that there are superheroes in the world. He knows who Superman is. He knows who Wonder Woman is. He's mentioned Aquaman. He's like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are coming out here. Superman's not showing up to help us. We need a hero for ourselves. Blah, blah, blee, blue, blee. That means that Intergang is very much in the know of what a hero, a superhero is, and a, and a supervillain, right? Right. That's what it establishes in the world. So tell me fucking why, when lightning strikes in the goddamn cave, you see a dude suddenly standing out of the lightning, you walk up to him and go, uh, uh, and poke him with a fucking gun. <laughs> why? Okay, maybe it's nothing. You send the one guy. They they pass the buck until the the one dude was like, okay, I guess I'm going. And he did it. You see him immediately die. Immediately die. There was no there was no wait. It was just grab dead, insta dead. Like what kind of dead death was that? Sudden, done, done. He's out. Right? Tell me why everybody decides to shoot him, and then goes, oh. The bullets aren't working. Shoot him harder. What? <laughs> like, what? That's when you make the call and go, everybody in this room, stay here shooting this man. We're all leaving. And you tell everybody to get the fuck out of there. Yes, right. villains are expendable, but you don't fucking waste manpower throwing everybody and then waste money with missiles and helicopters. Oh, we got to take this guy down. You know Superman exists, and when you see somebody is bulletproof, missile ain't gonna work. The motherfucker just moved at the speed of lightning to different areas of the cave. You're done. We're done here. Pack it up. Let's leave. But no, they fucking go all out trying to blow him up. And I get it. It's a movie. They're trying to make the eye candy and the explosion and show off, you know, Black Adam's fucking powers, whatever. I just really wish that it would be a little more sensible 
Like you're living in a world with superpowers and stuff. And in the comic books, they are a little more sensible. Like if you see something like that, everybody – like they talk about it in the, the Deadpool comics with uh, Deadpool and Bob, right? And Bob was a Hydra agent, Hydra Bob, right? And he goes, yo, we got a protocol. Whenever we see there's like a Wolverine protocol, if we see him on the battlefield, we're out. We fucking leave. If we see Captain America on the thing, we're out. We fucking leave. If we see the Hulk, we're done. You leave the guys in the front and the rest of you back off because we can't waste the fucking money. Like, right. why Why is that not brought into the movie parts too? Like, yo, we did this, bring in a superhero, a supervillain to hold them off for a little bit while we pull out the troops. And then you can have like a really cool fight with like a villain that they bring or something, right? That can hold them off for like a second. And then you fucking bail everybody else out. Like, right. just make a little sense. Like, none of it made sense, and I was sitting there going, why is everybody in this movie stupid? Everybody. Everybody in the movie is stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, on this stupid thing, like, something I hate, 4,000 years ago, doors existed. <laughs> that freaking black, Teth Adam goes through a door <laughs> to his wife and his son. There's yep. a door in their house. Yeah. A fucking door. Yeah. When he comes back from his 4,000-year hibernation, he doesn't know what doors are? He no, just... he he said, yeah, that's how I, I – of course there were doors. I That's how I entered the kingdom or or the castle, the palace, whatever. And you're like, bro, then why the fuck are you walking through everybody's walls? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm just like, okay. Like, you're either stupid or careless. <laughs> He's just an yeah. asshole. Yeah, he, I sort of love that, but I also, I get it. <laughs> it's so dumb. And yeah, it is. It's just one of those things that's just like really, they they made him weird and dumb. And like, okay, like there's a lot of things that Black Adam does just because he's Black Adam. Like, um, as a good example, I can see him like, I guess going through the wall just to like show he can because there was this this I forget which comic it was I want to say it's one of the um, Infinity Crises that I that I own but like the the villains are all talking to each other you've got Talia you've got Lex Luthor you've got Cheetah you've got like all these these big name villains in a room and they're all sitting at this at the big console talking to each other and planning out their next attack and and Black Adam is just floating there. And like Talia looks at him and goes, "Can you not, please?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about." And she's like, uh, "Somebody else like looks at him and goes, the hovering." And he goes, "Huh? I do not sit with lower people." And it's like, "Yeah, that's that's fucking Black Adam." But like, at, at <laughs> there's there's a certain point where it becomes a little much. And I think the biggest problem I have with Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing Black Adam is that he's not regal. Um, Black Adam is very much into himself and like considers himself a higher being, which he said a couple lines that like expressed that, but he never shows it in like his mannerisms, his stances, none of it. You know what I mean? I never felt that from from his portrayal of the character. Okay. Which sucks. Hmm. Okay, is there more bad and ugly, or do, do we need to shine some light on it? We got to shine some light because I'm just going to keep going. And we'll keep going if you want to. No, this, we're good. This, let's, is, this is your time. I don't want to. I don't want to keep shitting on everything. Like, let's let's turn this around. I'm getting angry. Okay. 
<laughs> so um I get where you're coming from with the the reveal of of Teth Adam. Uh it is a little strange that all of a sudden there's an entire fortified army outside that compound because I'm not how that I'm sure how that fits with their plan to get the the crown of Sabak or whatever the fuck it was. However, that entire sequence with with Black Adam wrecking shop, I could watch over and over. I enjoy the piss out of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For enter- entertainment purposes. And I like the aesthetic of his costume at that point. Yes. The cape uh, was needed. Yeah. Like all that. I was just like, all right, cool. I was like, this is fine. And especially because it, it took a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, there was a lot of stuff that went down and not even exposition, just a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like an entire opening sequence where uh, the big thing that you really need to know something about was just a quick explosion. And then, Yeah. So, uh, and the whole inner gang and like Kondok and the, the insensitivity towards like Middle Eastern culture that's on mm-hmm. grand display, like throughout, like it's, it's definitely a Western eye, oh, like, yeah. even though the movie's supposed to be about like this, you know, you know, Asian country and like it's glory. It's, it's definitely seen through like an imperialistic lens. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like that I, of all the fights that go on when he first reveals, I'm like, yeah. That's fun. You know what I mean? Watching him yeah. zoom around and the expression on his face, I was just like, cool. But up to that point, he hasn't said a word. So I'm like, yeah, I really Which like was the Black best Adam. part. Yep, it was the best part. But then he starts talking. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, that Amon kid, it's like somebody knew that this was in the world of Shazam, but that Dwayne Johnson refuses to let it be part of Shazam, other than the stuff that he can't get around. Like, actually, the fact that that's the words give him the power and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were like, but I'm still going to squeeze a Freddie Freeman character in and this kid a mom. Yeah. <laughs> they do it so truncated with, like, the posters on his wall. And, like, the beauty in that Shazam movie of Freddie Freeman is just, like, how much he knows about, like, the superheroes of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, so... I was just like, okay, like, I'm on. He's like Middle Eastern Freddie Freeman without the limp. Yep. <laughs> um, I really like the I really like the mom. Oh, she was I, the best part of the movie. Yeah. I, and, uh, I mean, you. I know you said Dr. Fate is stupid, but I felt like Dr. Fate stole that movie, buddy. Oh, he did. That's that's I, like of, of my um, – she's the best part of the movie in terms of, like, character um, because, yes, Dr. Fate was dumb. But in terms of, like, coolness factor, Dr. Fate was the coolest fucking character in that entire freaking movie. Pierce Brosnan stole the show. He was so awesome. Big, shining, bright light. He is rad. Even the character design was cool with the helmet and everything. Yes. Whole, the whole nine. He looked great in the outfit. He looked freaking the, – the helmet was incredible. The way his powers worked um, with, the, with all the little crackles and, and the segments and stuff. Loved it. Every moment that he did something, I was like, oh, that is cool. Yeah. So, like, yeah, whereas, whereas like, sort of going into the ugly, like, uh, with Carter Hall, when he's, like, Ant-Man with the helmet, I just didn't dig the design as much. And, like, you can't tell me, like, oh, that's hard to do in live action because they did it with both Hawkman and Hawkgirl in Legends of Tomorrow. And they've also done it in freaking, uh... What's her noodle? Oh, I can't think of it. The movie Supergirl? just came out. No, it's uh, it's the Brian Michael Bendis, like the new 
new like Superman analog character. Ah, oh, vamp, and I'll find the name for it. But they did, they did a Thanagarian in mm-hmm. that one too, and he's uh he's more like Hispanic looking, and like yeah. he's got the the wings and stuff, and it's super dope. So it's possible to have it be super dope. It just was something about that his helmet that just sort of threw me off. Yeah, there's just um, I mean, we've seen it happen before in other media where it looks really cool, and I don't know how they missed the mark so badly on on this one. And, and and it's the one time that he should look the coolest. You know what I mean? Like, this is a right. big budget film. You've got the freaking rock in it. Uh, maybe that's why. Maybe they didn't want him to look as cool. So, you know, they knocked it down a few notches in order to make the rock stand out, which didn't work because I didn't I don't really like all the little knickknacks and stuff on his suit. But, you know, whatever. I mean, you can't have him in just black spandex. So. Right. Hard to the have some is, sort of something. The show is Naomi. Ah, uh, Naomi. Okay. Yeah, there's a an actor named Alexander uh, Wraith that plays this uh, Thanagarian named D. Mm, I see. I see. So it's sort of Carter Hall esque, but not. Okay. But, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I think maybe that's why. Maybe maybe he's he was like they had earlier versions of it, and he was like, oh, that looks too cool. You got to tone him down a little bit. <laughs> You know, I know we're supposed to shine a light, but we have to we have to go back because I forgot. I didn't say the one thing that I absolutely fucking hate about this movie. Oh, okay. Freaking Crown of Sabak. Okay, I get it. You have to pay off everything, but oh what I can't I'm looking for the name of this actor and I can't even find it. Uh yeah. Ishmael Gregor Sabak, mm-hmm. the last descendant of uh King Octon Bro. That entire third act with the the anti Black <laughs> Adam with yeah. the fucking like bad CGI demon fucker and then you've got fucking ghouls rising from the earth and i'm just like what the fuck yeah (laughs) what a what a twist that is where that movie goes off like it's perfectly fine and okay that's where the movie just went off the fucking rails and i was like what the fuck is going on like (laughs) it's like about why why this guy hell's minions or whatever and I don't even know. Like, I don't, I guess I don't know enough. I know it's an actual character that exists in the comics, although my understanding is it's not like one of his big villains. It's just like a, an issue or like a, an eight issue run or whatever. I believe there was something like that. I don't but, really remember him, to be honest. But just, it was so like, you know, we give like Morbius credit for like, if this movie came out in the 90s, people would like it much more. And this is exactly that sort of thing. Uh, but, like, the movie is either about Black Adam versus, like, this Sabak gang. And no, we're not talking about playing a game in Star Wars. Or the movie is about Black Adam versus the Justice Society. And, like, imperialism versus, like, you know, the autonomy of nation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they, they tried to go so many directions at once, it really kind of broke up. And it made other parts of the movie feel cheap yeah and i just fucking i i just hated it i was like oh okay well and i mean and it's not it's like uh, uh what do they call that where uh your, your return keeps like diminishing i'm like oh i really like this okay now there's an action scene i sort of like that there's inner gang flying ship thingamadoos okay now we're fighting a demon <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so I don't know. I just had to, sorry, I had to, I hate it. I don't like it. Oh, think, you're right. I think it was bad. And we didn't mention it yet, so we have to, <laughs> before we get yeah. any sort of light, uh, I have to, I have to say how much I did not like that. Yeah. 
I will say right, a, another bright light was uh, Cyclone. She was freaking. They made her gorgeous. They did all of her powers with the Cyclone power, the wind stuff. Um, um, immaculate. It was beautiful. I, it was a joy to see her on screen every single time. I don't know why when they described her as such a genius, she was so dumb in all of her choices throughout everything that happened. But, you know, I figured in a movie where everybody's dumb, uh, she was the smartest. So that's cool. Well, and I'll, I'll give a, a tip of my hat to the writer that pulls up like tragic way she gets her powers. And they actually like say it. I was like, oh, wow. Somebody actually knows something about this character. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, they know about one of them. <laughs> they just criminally underuse her. Oh, yeah. They they underused her. They I don't even know what the hell they did with Adam Smasher. Like, that was weird. They just gave me the pure joy that the original Adam Smasher is Henry fucking Winkler. <laughs> That's, and, yeah. And I, I get to imagine that in the Snyderverse back in the day, it was Henry Winkler in that same suit. Just, uh getting big and, and messing things up <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i thought that was pretty cool too i was like yo what the hell <laughs> okay i guess he was the original one nice that's right I mean, watch watching this movie because you know twin johnson was real big on this is gonna change the hierarchy of the dcu and you're like okay and and all it did was like cemented that uh somebody else was gonna take over and reboot it all um but then like all of a sudden, when he got so firmly entrenched into the Snyderverse, like when Amanda Waller shows up and then uh, old girl from Peacemaker shows up. And I'm just like, oh, oh OK, because like the Shazam movie, other than like seeing like from the neck down a Superman and then like all the stuff that Freddie Freeman likes, you know, symbols never actually firmly like puts itself into the Snyderverse where it can yeah. still be like a Shazam Earth, which is like where all those characters exist in the comics until it all merges together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it would have been smarter if uh, they had leaned into like the fact that Black Adam is a Shazam villain and like existing in that universe where it could exist in case other stuff disappears. But no, no, they like dug their heels in. And uh, in the words of James Gunn, dicked over Henry Cavill, just have him show up one more time in the suit. Uh, and just like, it was so firmly entrenched in the Snyderverse by the end. I was like, oh, this is done. Sorry about your bad luck. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just happy for you. You got to make your movie and I hope you enjoy it very much, you know. For reals. Because it was, woof. It was something. This is a movie that you made for yourself. And I hope it's a movie that you watch very often and love very often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although from what, what I, I hear, he doesn't, he hasn't been watching it at all. He's mad at it. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta say more good. It's comic book movie defenders. Okay. Defend yes. This, defend it's this defenders. Movie. Okay. So we're defending it. Um, the special effect, his lightning coming out of his hand. Good. Um, his movement. Um, like whenever he super speed, very cool. Um, the rock is definitely not the black Adam. Uh, I was worried about how he was going to look and handle the character from the get go. And I was really hoping he wasn't just going to be like doing his own branding. Like he always does because you know, when the rock plays a character, he's very much the rock playing, whatever the character is, um, right. which is kind of his brand. And I was really hoping that that wasn't going to be cause you know, of all his talking, like, I really like this character and this is going to rock the DC world and change blah, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, cool. Maybe he's reading up on the character and like, you know, figuring out where, where this guy is coming from and all this. And they just really didn't feel that way. Um, like he just wanted to make Shazam a hero and just kind of make it his own. 
and that that kind of sucked. So I see of of the characters he played, I think he really did try to like do something different. Okay, it's just I don't know that he's capable of doing something different. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that could be it too. I mean, like, yeah, I saw the effort. Uh, I just don't know that I bought the effort. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like uh. Like I'm a I'm a decent singer, but if you give me like a really good singer song and tell me to sing, I'm gonna try to sing yeah. it to the best of my ability. But in the end, you're just gonna be like, Joe's a pretty decent singer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he sure tried, but he's not Andrea Bocelli. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's where it happened. Um, gosh, I mean, he didn't, he didn't raise his eyebrow. Let's give him credit for that. He. I thought he did a couple oh, times. Oh, did he do one? Yeah. I think his face might just be programmed for that, where he can't control it. I, I think so, too, because, like, I think it was when, um like, something happened to, like, the left of him uh, when they were asking him, hey, like, uh, I think it was uh, Dr. Fate was asking him, did did you get that guy so that we can um, interrogate him? And he's like, oh. And he's like, you killed him, didn't he? Didn't you? And then he, like, raised his eyebrow and he, like, looked to the left. And then the guy's body fell, and he's like, he didn't make it. See, I actually liked that. You say you hate everyone with dialogue, but there was some stuff like that that I liked it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but I also, like, I'm not like you where I've read a ton of Black Adam, so I, I liked seeing him be a dick yeah. and, like, kill people. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I enjoyed that. Oh, no, I very much enjoyed the fact that he was killing people. Like, that's what Black Adam do. He, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> he'll, fucking, he'll kill everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and he'd I, rule the world if he could. I thought where they were trying, where the kid was trying to convince him to have like a catchphrase, and then he just kept failing at it. I really enjoyed that. Oh my gosh, that was so silly and <laughs> so ridiculous. It was, it was both of those things, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, a lot of the designs for like the Justice Society stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, Xavier School of Gifted Children with the with the, <laughs> the plane underneath the, the yeah. basketball court. You know what I mean? I'm glad they got to reuse that, but it was still cool to see. I liked the design of the ship. Um, yeah, the ship was really cool. The fact that they brought in um, like the mention of nth metal. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, they're bringing in the cannon. Whoa, that's cool. And while I said I didn't like uh, Hawkman's helm, I really liked his mace. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. And like the all the character design for Dr. Fate and for uh, Adam Smasher, I just like that they use that like classic suit. Like and like in a in a movie where you you say everybody's so dumb, at least his character was supposed to be dumb. So like I ended up liking him more because like that's who he was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the movie, in the context of the movie, that's who he was supposed to be. Yes, so he played the role. He's the big dumb jock. The kid was like the little dumb jock looking up to the big jock. And then you had the two smart people, you know, so it, they, they, at least the two dumb ones actually lived up to what they were supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think what else good, like, uh, I thought the design for, like, Kondok was okay. About um, the city itself? Yeah. I mean, I think I think one of the, the we got a dog cameo, Amos's dog popping on for the podcast. Yeah, Bonus sorry about for that. You. Oh, it's okay. Um, but, like... <laughs> I mean, it's so hard. We're trying to be good. But, like, the narrative that Kondok has been, like, effed over for, like, ever, and nobody's cared. And the second they have somebody super-powered, whether good or bad, that could make a difference, that 
all of a sudden, like, the superpowered people of America, because it's the Justice Society of America, have to get involved to stop them. And, like, altruistically, it's because they know the history of the person. However, like, it's been, like, thousands of years, and you don't know anything about them, and you haven't had a conversation. Like, so when the when the kid and the mom are just like, you would have done shit, like, and we're supposed to listen to you? I was like, yeah, they're right. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I will absolutely say that. Um, the commentary um, of what they were talking about was absolutely on point. And I feel like it, you know, like as comic books do kind of mirror life, um, there's a lot of situations that are exactly like that. It's like a, a billion times this one person comes by or like this one regime comes by and all of a sudden like you care. F you guys, like, get the heck out of here. Um, I totally understand that and where they were coming from with it. Uh, I thought that was a good thing. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I love Viola Davis. And when she is in things, I enjoy them more. That said, why, why, why the fuck, why is Amanda Waller connected to the Justice Society of America? No idea. There is no reason for her to be connected to them at all. And like Hawkman working for her is just sort of detestable. Miss Dr. Fate working for her. Like, absolutely. Uh, it just it, it, it makes me so upset at the Snyderverse even more. I'm like, Dwayne Johnson, you made a movie that makes me even happier that, that the days of this are numbered. Because mm -hmm. uh, that's not like, and plus the Justice Society is just hard when you're doing it in modern day versus like back, like you know World War II era. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like right now, there's the well, I mean, I haven't, I'm not watching the third season of Star Girl, but the entire premise of Star Girl is Justice Society too. And yeah, that that's actually like fun and like connected to like you know the next iteration of that that group. So I don't know, I've I've seen it done in like better ways. Yeah. So I just don't know. Like you just needed, you couldn't use the Justice League because everybody hated that. So you just had to like drag this up. Because is is Hawkman even on the Justice Society? Yeah, yeah, he was part okay. of the Justice Society. Midnight okay. Man or Doctor Midnight? Um, Midnight Man. What the hell? Uh, Hour yeah. Man is what I was thinking. Doctor Midnight uh, and Doctor Midnight. Hour Man. Catman. Unfortunately, Catman. Yeah. Um, uh, God, I hate Catman. Starman. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, I just I guess I didn't realize that like Hawkman was like part of their team. Yeah, he was part of it. But he's part of their team in the past. Correct. Not not like in a, that's what I mean, like in a, a modern iteration of it. I don't know. I, I don't even know who's on the Justice Society right now. Like and I, I think the current Justice Society is like Stargirl in that like next generation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. But their technology look cool. Yeah. Yeah, everything and I like that, it, that entire like prison thing they have is just really funny. Like Amanda Waller has like Hodunk Gator prison for like the Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. but then they just get like super high tech like Arctic prison for like <laughs> something else. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, is this a different universe or a different reality? Or I don't even know. Uh, just to stop asking questions and just shove the popcorn in your mouth and enjoy the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the new the new um, Justice Society team has Liberty Bell, Our Man, Mister Terrific, uh, Power Girl, Doctor Midnight, Sand, and Star Girl. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love Mister yeah. Terrific. He's great. 
Oh, like Jeff Johns is who like revitalized the Justice Society and like Stargirl 100% is like a tribute to his sister that passed away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like I'm sure there's other writers that have picked up on it, but like all that exists like in a lovely, lovely way just by a, you know, comic writer that a lot of people love, like paying tribute to his loved one. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's freaking uh, it's cool. What else? What other good things do we have to say, Blue? I feel like we're running dry. I think we are running dry. Uh, what else was good? The um, the sets were cool. I like the sets. Those were those were neat. Okay, um, so overall, we don't have things. Tell, give me a defense. Why should someone give this movie a chance, Blue? Because it's popcorn good. That means like you can sit there and you can definitely eat your popcorn to it. Just zone out and just have a good time watching people explode. Um, laughing at very corny jokes and just like enjoy the fact that hey you know these folks right here they ain't gonna be there no more there the pop he explodes he gets dropped off a building he gets punched into oblivion it's good popcorn stuff so yeah see coming into this i would have thought that we would have been kinder to black adam than we would have morbius yeah Uh, but we weren't that said i would rather watch black adam again than I would Morbius, because yeah. at least it was less formulaic. I agree. Um, and there is some cool action stuff. There is there's some dumb dumb cheesy lines, but it's funny at times. Uh, there is there is a really really good movie buried somewhere in that movie. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, I think I would have rather seen someone like Jason Momoa play Black Adam. No. No. Jason Momoa is too broy. Who would, well, but see, like, he's not broy in everything he's ever done. He's just broy as Broside and King of the Brotion. <laughs> um, if he played it, you know what? Okay. If he played it like the, the character that he was in um, like the Game of Thrones. Game yeah, of the Thrones, Dothraki, yeah. yes. I think that would have been pretty good. Like, I think that would have been really cool. And people say he's really good in that show C on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. Like he plays more of a in the vein of like a Geralt of Rivia character. Okay. All right. So, I'd have to see that one, but um, if he played it like the other one for sure. Yeah, but then there's like the trailer for like the new Fast and the Furious movie where mm-hmm. he's like total bro bro down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I don't. Who would you who would you pick to play Black Adam? Honestly, I don't know. Out of the actors right now, I'm not sure. Could uh, Henry Cavill pull it off? No. No, he's too nice. What about Tenochtitlan? Probably. Yeah, I wonder how mad Dwayne Johnson is that Black Panther: Wakanda Forever came out, and like <laughs> you, you got Namor, which is exactly what I think he wanted to do with the character. Yeah, yeah. Namor was so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like I, I see like some parallels there where they're like two movies trying to do like semi similar things, at least in the commentary, mm-hmm. like colonialism and imperialism. But I'm just like, Dwayne Johnson, uh, you, you know, I think uh, Jaime Collette, Sarah did a great job with the Jungle Cruise movie. And I get that they really enjoyed working. There. I think he has an eye for a good looking movie. Yeah. Like, I don't think the movie at any time is bad looking. That's fair. It, it just uh, it's a it's a tall order to do an anti-hero film. Well, yeah, and I think if they were just a little smarter about what was going on, then it would have been fine. They just tried to jam pack way too much in at once, you know, too yeah. many messages at one time. I almost wonder if they had, uh, you know, had all the introduction stuff, had him show up, then done the battle with the 
sabacc demon guy mm-hmm. and the in the after with him on the throne then had the justice society show up mm-hmm. it might have been a better movie yeah because <laughs> it would have right. given a, a reason for them to be interested you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah that's that's me trying to trying to, to make the movie a little better and we got to deal with the movie that we got yeah yeah so i mean it happened <laughs> yeah i will uh, say it got me more riled up than I, because i will i will say this about morbius i got up and forgot the movie was on like twice so <laughs> really yeah and then i had to go back and i was like oh shit and i rewound it and i was like what's the last thing i remember i don't even fucking know so i just rewound it for like half an hour and then just fucking put it back on <laughs> I was like checking the 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 uh, grill outside, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, the movie's on." <laughs> I guess I could share with the listeners if uh if you want Blue's like actual notes. So he watched Morbius first, and it says the story beats are way too predictable. Dot dot dot. Goodness. Dot dot dot. Okay, I see why people didn't like it. I knew the whole story in the first 20 minutes. It's popcorn worthy for the special effects. It's not quote unquote bad. It's just boring dot dot dot. Then you get to Black Adam. Oh my fucking God dot dot dot. I hate literally every single line The Rock has said so far. It's like he's not even trying. I love Dr. Fate. Hawkman too. However, the way they deal with Black Adam is literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yep. So. <laughs> So those uh <laughs> those are the feelings of blue typed typed down into me the group message between the fuzzballs. That was I was mad. Yeah, I'm still I, I mad. Really, <laughs> when when I talked to you for the other recording we did, I was like, "Are you mad at me?" And you were like, "A little bit." <laughs> <laughs> so you know why you should see these movies to see why blue was a little bit mad at me. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, I think because there's so much content out now. And some really, really good content. When a movie is quote unquote bad, it's a lot harder pill to swallow. Yeah. Because you have the option of so much good. Yeah. Whereas when we defend some of these older movies, A, we were younger when we saw them. So mm-hmm. we have like different feelings and we can like lean into that. Uh, where these two, these are both, you know, 2022 films. We saw them with our adult eyes. Exactly. Yeah. And with, uh, you know, all of our knowledge that we can bring into it. So I just, uh, I don't know, of of the fuzzballs, uh, Danny's not going to, I think he did watch Black Adam and didn't hate it, but I'm not sure. I'd have to ask him. Yeah, we're going to have to ask because I want to know. Yeah. I want to know where he stands on it. I mean, I think I finished it and I was like, Blue, you have to see this movie. And I was like, I didn't hate it. I think that was basically what I told you. Yeah, you did. And I was like, you didn't hate it? Hmm. There's some good stuff to enjoy. I didn't hate it. That's why I had, like, I was holding out hope. I do not think uh, the movie, actually, you know, Black Adam, uh, I think the reviews have been both good and bad. And so there's probably a lot of people telling you some truth about it. Whereas Morbius is a better movie than the internet wants you to believe it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that said, I still think I would rather watch like parts of Black Adam again versus yeah. like going back and watching Morbius. Yeah, Morbius is just boring. At yeah. least I got mad at at Black Adam. Yeah. I got upset about it. Yeah, but uh, Blue's just warning if you're a huge fan of Teth Adam, uh, don't just, just know. Just skip it. <laughs> Just know uh, you could potentially be mad, too. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Would you qualify our defense of the two movies as successes? Hey, we said to go watch it. <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, what's your grade of Black Adam? Um, is C. C plus. Okay. No, 
C minus. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a C C plus. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh right there, middle of the road. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't finish it. I'm like, I don't think there's gonna be more of this. Yeah. I won't I I will say this, I will not be watching either movie again. It's not gonna happen. And what what about the end credits when Superman showed up? Oh my god, how stupid he was like, uh, okay. It's like fuck you. <laughs> See, that's a, I just hate it because it's something that I would like to see. I'd like to see this version of Black Adam and Superman, like, be friends and fight. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Just just using it for hype, and that just sucks. So much so that you get poor Henry Cavill saying he's coming back. He's quitting Geralt of Rivia. And then, uh, yeah, and then he's just screwed over. Maybe maybe there'll be more for him in the DC world, but I think uh, I think it would be funnier if he just said screw you and did something for Marvel. I think it would be if the rumors are true. If he goes into the 40k realm, I think that would be awesome. The which? Uh, 40k, uh, 40,000 Warhammer, the Warhammer franchise. Oh I yeah, I think that would be awesome. Well, I mean, he did the the DC stuff at the same time that he was doing the Geralt stuff, so there's a world where he can do like Marvel part and that. Yeah. So yeah, he's a he's the most beautiful version of us geek. That's true. Like him and Joe Manganiello. Yeah, I Joe Manganiello. I love that guy. Yeah, so I just sort of wish the best for both of them because they're they're real geeks that just are incredibly good looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And talented in good spots in their lives. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's our uh, comic book movie defenders of uh, Morbius and Black Adam. I mean. Uh, yeah, let's do a, let's do our plugs and then we'll wrap up, Blue. What do you got to plug? Uh, we got Capes and Caverns returning next Monday is going to be our um, our next show, uh, 8:30. Um, so far, we've all already confirmed that this Monday is going to be the next show. Uh, Capes and Caverns is a superhero themed uh, kind of tabletop RPG uh, in the vein of D and D, um, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we do get together. We have our wonderful host uh, Stephen Thomas, who is silver underscore bullet you can catch that on twitch um 8 30 once again on mondays um you can also catch it on youtube uh, also same name uh, silver underscore bullet uh bullet spelled b-u-l-e-t-t-e uh the show is really cool we have two seasons out you can catch the entire first season on youtube right now and you can catch up on the second season and see where we're at right now um both seasons are a little bit linked because it is the same world um just different parts of that world and what's happening in the first season we had steven um was our wonderful dm and in this one we have my good friend cameron jackson who is a uh multi multiple uh theatric writer now he has multiple um plays going on in in um Oregon right now it's, it's fantastic the guy is like really moving up in the world he's doing a lot of, uh, of things which makes him very busy so it's very nice to have him DMing for us because he's such a great writer and this story has been absolutely a blast so far uh, absolutely love it you can also catch our good friend Autumn Gaberski who is an old skip friend of Joe and I and she is also a very talented um, voice actress she's amazing uh, you can also catch me on Instagram at Blue Wolf. All right. Hey, you know the drill. Send an email, laugh at a fuzzball podcast at gmail.com, at Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram, anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball is the home of the podcast. Appreciate you listening to the ads. Throw some ducats in there. And if you want to throw more ducats, you can uh, donate on anchor.fm or go to tpublic.com slash user slash laugh it dash it dash up dash fuzzball and uh, buy a sticker, buy a shirt, throw some ducats that way too, or just search on the search bar of tpublic.com, laugh it up fuzzball. Uh, plenty of 
designs that pop right up for you. Um, I think that's all things. The Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, if you do the Book of Faces, uh, just search Laugh It Up Fuzzballs in groups, and you can click to join. It is a closed group, but we say yeah. And uh, I think to date, two, one person, two people have been barred. Uh, one of them because it was a bot, and one of it because it was just ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I think that's all the things. We appreciate you joining us for Comic Book Movie Defenders. And Blue, close us out with our creed. Um, in blackest day, in darkest night, no evil thing shall suck a smite. Let those who <laughs> laugh at the snarky might beware our powers. CBM Defenders might. Yes, we did the thing. We did it to the best of our ability. Hopefully you enjoyed it while we did it. So uh, if anything, it's always good to hear Blue semi-rant about something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fact, if you enjoy that and you've stayed this far, I'm going to put add an addendum to this CBM Defenders, which is just another rant by Blue about cats. Oh, boy. If you've stuck around, that's going to be there for you. We're going to say TTFN. We're going to move out, but it's going to keep going with a little bitty cat rat. If nothing, it's for you, Roman. Enjoy, and we'll catch you on the next level of the podcast. All right. Bye, friends. Blue, take away your evil snarky mind. No defending this shit. (laughs) That is a wrap for CBM Defenders. So yeah, second time watching this stupid fucking movie, and I gotta say, it, it's it's the goddamn worst. Like, I, I right from the get-go, I'm like looking at my brother, because Jason's there with me, and I'm like, just ask the question. Just fucking ask the question. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I said, I don't know. I, I have no fucking clue as to what the fuck is going on right now. And uh, they're using this word, this jellical word again, and he's like, "What? what is a jellical? I said, no fucking clue. So my wife is trying to explain to him. She's like, oh, the, you know, you, you get to go to the ball. He's like, there's a ball? What the fuck? Where's the ball? I don't know. No idea. I have no idea what the fuck is happening. And then he's like, who's this? Why are we being introduced to this character? Don't know. No idea. I said, bro, just fucking just. Okay, that was it for the questions. Like, let's just watch. And he's like, oh, my God. So I'm, I'm glad that he was there to go through this fucking journey with me. And he noped out of there. A lot sooner than I did. You know, I, I was watching with my wife, so I, I I didn't nope out of the entire movie. But holy crap. On this second round, there is so much more pawing and, and sniffing and shit that I didn't notice before. Because now I'm like looking at it. I'm already full of hate. But I was like, okay, let me see if there's any kind of redeeming anything. And I forgot that there were children in this. They're like the fucking mice and, and, the, and, and the fucking roaches. Gee, oh god, it was it was so bad. So you know they're 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 doing their thing, and then there's the 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 rum tug rum tug what whatever the fuck the sexy guy, and the sexy guy is fucking dancing, and it's even worse because as he's dancing, it's like way more sexualized than I thought that it was initially. Like way more. Like the cats in the back are like really disturbing. Like sniffing and pawing and ugh, ah, like you know when I when I describe that as a dance orgy, I didn't realize like how on the fucking nose I was, if that makes any kind of sense. So I mean, there's that, and then um, what's her Rebel Wilson? Oof, boy, I love her as an actress. She's a great singer, but this part just so much oof and ugh, maybe mm, maybe not. Uh, throughout the entire fucking thing. And I don't think that's her fault. 
I think that was just, you know, the way that the play is set up. And, you know, it happened. So there's that. And uh, you get forward more. And they fuck, hey, God, my, my boy, Sir Ian McCallan. Oh, God, just so bad. And uh, uh, you got fucking Idris Elba fucking it up. And, oh, my God, I didn't even notice that there are times where Idris Elba comes in. And when he poofs people away, I think I was so, like, like fucking dumbfounded by the magic he was commanding. And, and I didn't notice. He's like, meow, meow. And he's doing all these fucking noises. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't I hear that the first fucking time that I was listening to this shit? And, oh, God. It, second viewing. Worse. Didn't think it could happen. Significantly worse. And unfortunately, I committed myself to actually looking at the Judy Dench parts. And every time I turned my head is when they, like, cut away to try to give you, like, a little tiny break from fucking Judy Dench staring at you with those cat fucking features and everybody's doing all the little like licky and fucking lick lipping it was bad so i didn't even get the break the first time this time i got a little bit okay they cut away and then they're back and then they cut away and then they're back and even amos because amos eventually came out and joined is like looking at this shit going this is horrible and i'm like i know it's really bad and uh Uh, Amos had the sickest fucking bird. He was like, you know what? If I designed an AI to come up with what a cat beta would look like, it would be Mr. fucking Mistopheles over there. And I'm like, yes, 100%. Preach it, brother. And uh, ah, it was so bad. Just so many parts and and so many things. And I'm like, this. so this jacked asshole, the fucking railway guy, right? This jacked fucking asshole is the one coming in and going, oh yeah, I totally need a new life. I'm way too hot for fucking everything going on. Check me out as I dance and fucking lead everybody in a goddamn number. So I just, fuck you, bro. Like, not the actor, not, not, not even the fucking writer. Just fuck that cat individually, like personally on every level. Fuck that cat. I hate that cat. He sucks. He sucks ass. And then you got the fucking, what What are they, twins? I don't even know. The fucking two assholes who are stealing everything, and then they blame it on the girl, and then they come back and they're like, hey, we were just fucking around. It's like, fuck you guys. You know exactly what you were doing. At least own up to it. I'd respect you more. Griminy, man. This whole fucking movie is just, the whole show, the whole production, just no. Lots and lots of no. I can't. I fucking can't.